Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, it took a while, but it looks like we have the results in in Connecticut's 5th District. Uh, Yesterday, Johanna Hayes uh, claiming victory. It's less than 2,000 votes. We haven't heard from George Logan. We expect to hear from him today. Extremely tight race. Took all, you know, I don't know what the deal was with Salisbury and other things, but there will be, according to reports, no recount. And Johanna Hayes gets a third term representing the 5th District in Congress. And Congresswoman Hayes joins us now on Brian and Company. Good morning, Congresswoman Hayes. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Uh, well, I'm fine. <laughs> My life is easy. Uh, yours is a little bit different. I mean, just give me your general thoughts. You've had a chance to exhale a little bit, maybe. Um just on the whole, I know I heard what you said about the outside money and the ads, and and we've talked about that before too. Um, just general thoughts on on what's transpired. Um, it was an exhausting race that I mean pulled everything out of us. But I did hear you say in the intro that there's talk of a recount. The race falls outside of the statutory. Oh no, I said there will not. I, I said there will not be oh, a recount. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Because that's what we were looking very closely at yesterday, and that's why I didn't come on, make any announcements or say anything until we saw the numbers. But um, so many lessons learned from this campaign, from this cycle. Um, It doesn't have to be like this. Uh, I really believe that we should be able to run on issues and, you know, the candidates present their best arguments and leave it up to the people. And so much of that has gotten away from the electoral process and And it's one of the things I'm going to work really hard on moving forward to try to bring it back to the middle as much as we can. Yeah, it was it was uh, the third party ads were ugly on both sides. And, you know, we've talked about that. And I mean this question with the utmost respect. I mean, is since such a close race and a difficult one. And if you you see the margins and you cross reference it with, you know, the Senate race or or the governor's race, which are statewide, though. I mean, is there a sense of a recommitment or like a reset button for you? Is there a sense of maybe a, a newfound humility about about this job based on this last experience? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this was a a, a very different year. I mean, I don't think I ever had to fully appreciate just national politics all the way up from the president's approval rating to the economy to global affairs to everything. And, you know, people make decisions based on very specific things. So it is absolutely an opportunity for me to reset. I realized Um, in real time that there were so many people who had no idea of the work that I had done and how many of the legislative efforts that I led affected them personally. And that leaves a space for someone to come in and define the narrative for you. So um, lots of notes, lots of um, just reflection and an opportunity just to recalibrate and think about 
um, okay, what are some things that need to be done differently? We're talking with Congresswoman Johanna Hayes here on Bryan and Company, uh, claiming victory in the 5th Congressional District. And, you know, was your first term, have, you, have both of your terms were Democratic-controlled House? Yes. So uh, you have a sense of what life is going to be like? I mean, I'm assuming, it might be narrow, but I'm assuming Republicans will get the House. Well, I assume nothing, Brian. So stranger things have happened. True. So, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm seeing some of my colleagues in races that were even tougher than this one who are still holding firm. So, well, humor um, me on a hypothetical then. What changes? Uh, what changes in the dynamic? The hypothetical. Um, we just we we keep working. We try really hard. I mean, I came in with a really large freshman class, um, so I've made some really good friends on the other side of the aisle. Um, you, you kind of just get in where you fit in, try to find people who are like-minded with similar interests, similar demographics in their district, and see if there's any room for collaboration, for cooperation. I think that even on the Republican side, there are so many people that are just fatigued and looking for opportunities to kind of do something together to shift the narrative. So I'm going to seek those people out and, you know, talk about, what can we do? I'm going to try really hard. I, I don't want to go to Congress and sit idle for two years. So no matter who's in, in the majority, I'm going to you know try to find where I can get some consensus and work together on things. Any, any sense of you know whether inflation-related, education-related, where you, where you might be starting is just really too early and you just have to take a pause and take a deep breath after this you know, election? Well, um, it'll definitely be... We have the farm bill coming up, so food security is going to be something that I'm really going to have to work hard to try to get um, some legislative pieces pushed. Um, education is always going to be a big issue for me. We have to do something with um, special education and IDEA funding. But there's so many areas uh, where we've been talking about just different things, you know, I really think that there's going to be an opportunity for all of us to work together to find a path forward on lowering the cost of prescription drugs. You know, instead of rolling it back, we've started the work. Let's see how we can press ahead. Um, but in the immediate, I have so much laundry to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't I see too many repeat outfits. And there's laundry everywhere. <laughs> I didn't see too many repeat outfits. That's good. Uh, listen, oh <laughs> uh, we appreciate the time. We know you're tired. We know your staff is tired. It, it, it's the intensity of it. I can only imagine. And obviously, we appreciate you coming on and, and talking to our listeners and our audience. And, and I'm sure we'll catch up once, once you get a chance to, to reset after the holidays. Well, thanks for having me, Brian, and I'm definitely going to really just take that opportunity to reset. But also, um, Mr. Logan ran a hard race, you know, that his team were committed to some, you know, the ideas that they believed in. And at the end of the day, I mean, this is what elections are about, and it should be this competitive every, well, maybe not this competitive, <laughs> but it should be competitive every single time so that people really have to pay attention and have a choice. All right, Congresswoman Hayes, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day and weekend. You too, Brian. Thanks. All right, Johanna Hayes. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.